Uh, so Hunter, we uh two weeks ago, you yeah. start you started a segment. Uh, mm-hmm. that was Hunter's frustration corner, and it yeah. was it was basically just your experience of Pikmin. Yeah. Uh, today we're talking about getting over it with Bennett Foddy, which is like uh-huh. a game somewhat about frustration. I'm not gonna. I'm actually yeah, not yeah. going to call getting over it a frustrating game today, but I do think Ooh, it is on theme to discuss a little bit here frustration because maybe we'll avoid just being like Matt's frustration this is me getting ahead of you pulling a Matt's frustration corner on on this game on me and so I'm just gonna say what other frustrating what what games frustrate you or what things frustrate you in games Pikmin happened Pikmin was a thing what about that frustrated you and what other games can you think of that like get under your skin that's that's the only one thus far uh (laughs) is Pikmin and in all of your history with video games it's the only game that's gotten under your skin um, I think so. I, I think it's because the little Pikmin, like, they, like, they're so cute, and when they die, I feel bad. Yeah, yeah. And so I don't like that I'm feeling bad, like, letting down these these digital plant beings, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. That doesn't feel good. And the fact that they have little ghosts and spirits that go off into the nether realm uh, makes me feel like a failure. Yeah. In getting over it, you're just a naked man in a pot, right? Okay, yeah, with yeah. little bits of water coming out of it, mm-hmm. and I don't feel like I let this guy down at all. In fact, I think he kind of loves it. To be honest, <laughs> I think do, he loves being in the pot. Do any do? Are there any multiplayer experiences that have ever frustrated you? What What frustrates Hunter Donaldson? I get frustrated, um, but I don't know if I get like really frustrated, mm-hmm. like hardcore, mm-hmm. um, yelling and angry frustrated. You know, I I just don't think that's really something in my uh in my temperament i get frustrated when i have to play a bunch of twilight imperium and (laughs) i'm six hours into it and somebody's just ruining my day i get frustrated by that you know that's true but i don't get frustrated by a video game Mm -hmm. because here's the thing you have all the power with the video games there's nobody else there you can just kind of turn it off if you want Uh you can always win with the game the game will be like here's what i want you to do and you can just be like no I do nothing, <laughs> and then you just walk away, and the video game just sits there like a pathetic little loser. Yeah, you're yeah. so much better than every game. That, in fact, why even play games? They suck. Yeah, they're just little puzzles that some dweeb made, thinking like, "Oh, this is art." It's not art, okay? <laughs> it's not art. I'm with Roger Ebert on this one. Uh-huh. They're not art. They're toys. They're toys made by adults for adults. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm of the opinion that there's no such thing as art, you know? So, I mean, how could anything be art when art isn't real? Nothing so. is art. Yeah. There is no art, yeah. okay? When I go to a museum and they got them th- the this art on the walls, they call it, yeah. those, them's just posters. Yeah. You're just trying to garner, you're just trying to get a reaction out of me. Everything's clickbait. Every single thing in existence is just you trying to get a rise out of me. Yeah, everybody's trying to get a click. It's just me walking around. I'm at MoMA, you know? Be like, look at all this clickbait. And I'm pointing at, look at this poster, you know? These posters on the wall, advertising, these artists. Mm. They're all ads for artists. Especially, not necessarily at MoMA, because most of those artists might still be alive. Uh, at some other museum, you know, yeah. they're just ads for dead artists and their brands. Let's go!
right, sorry, just setting up here. Um, hey, welcome to the Old Gamers Almanac. I am your big, big boy, Hunter Donaldson. I am joined today with a little, tiny little boy, itty bitty baby boy, yeah, tiny I'm, baby. I'm Ant-Man's Paul Rudd's Matt yeah. Martins. Hello. Yeah, Matt Martins is here today. We are uh, talking about getting over it. Mm-hmm. Um, and with Matt, Bennett you Foddy. Over now? Did we say the whole title. It's getting over it with Bennett Foddy. With Bennett uh, Foddy. A hilarious oh, joke shit. on the idea that I think um, most people wouldn't know who Bennett Foddy is. Now, of course, if you're in the video gamey world, you, I mean, ben, Bennett Foddy has some claims to fames and whatnot. No! Oh, man, that was a rough Sorry. one. Uh, it's Sorry. okay. Sorry, <laughs> it's all right. I just screamed suddenly. Uh, so I'm, I'm, uh, I'm also playing getting over it with Bennett Foddy. This is a live. Yep. This is what's called a let's play, but Here's... it's happening in the podcast. And you don't get to see it. It's just a thing Hunter and I are watching. Hunter's yeah, playing. Sorry. I'm watching while we record. Here's the idea here. Okay. So getting over it with Bennett Foddy. Bennett Foddy makes uh, really goofy little games where oftentimes like the control scheme. Hey, they're not goofy. Stop throwing shade. That's all right. Shade. He's I love great. goofy. I love. I Did love you Bennett. listen to last week's episode and you're going to tell me that I think Goofy is a bad thing? Goofy's my Darf. favorite character. Dorf. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, they're they are goofy little games. One of uh, they're like his his I would say biggest claim to fame before this was Qua. Oh, oh my God, wow. Matt! Did you just see that? Oops, that was did you smooth. just see that? Yeah, I did. Whoa. So okay, so <laughs> I don't know if this concept is gonna work, Matt. Okay, so I'm playing getting over it with Bennett Foddy. Yeah. Okay, I'm experienced. So you are the listener. Mm -hmm. While we are recording this, you are experiencing what. What it's like what it to feels. play this game, mm -hmm. the highs and without the lows, seeing it. Yeah. And honestly, you don't need to see it. All right, uh -uh, doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. In fact, Matt, describe what is the game. Yeah. So I, that's what I was trying to get to, and we're gonna have many oh, interruptions yeah, like this today. But that's okay. <laughs> that's part of it. Uh, so getting over it, uh, Quop kind of came for. I mean, he did other games and stuff too, but Quop was this game where you what control is this little What's runner. It's like a flash game where you hit Q, W, O, and P, and that moves this runner's feet kind of in it like you can eventually no learn. it moves it moves their calves sure. and their thighs calves and thighs uh so it's just this game that's really really hard to control and you try to run as far as you can and every once in a while if you get going a little bit chariots of fire starts to play but then like you definitely lose like your speed and yeah tempo just for and, a second and it, it plays you just barely see it so he makes these games that are like hard to control he did another one called uh gurp g-i-r-p and it's like you're a mountain climber yeah. and it's like just a similar idea co-op is a game where you are a, a man inside of a bucket hey a little present just fell down where'd that come from oh uh, no do, you don't want to touch that yeah uh you know what it is no you know i don't what's in the present touch it okay so oh my god Jesus. Yeah. Bat, okay bats come out of the the so bats come out of the present. Uh, Sorry, that's a spoiler. Yeah, it's okay. So uh, you're a man inside of a bucket. You're you're holding a. Uh, it's not a sledgehammer. It's not hammer. a bucket. It's a cauldron. A cauldron, and it's not a hammer. It's a. Uh, what is it called? What is it called? It's called a very specific name. What is it? He. I just heard him say it the other day because I was watching that stream of him and Tim Rogers playing uh -huh. um, this game, which is a really good stream, by the way. You can watch Benefadi and Tim Rogers play this game on YouTube. It was on Kotaku. Yep. Uh, Yosemite hammer. It's Yosemite a Yosemite hammer. Hammer. So not a sledgehammer. Yep. A Yosemite yep. hammer. Uh, and you you move the mouse around. There's a little like white reticle kind of thing that moves around that sort of shows like where your mouse is in relation to your body. Uh, and your the head of the hammer follows that uh that little point on the screen. Yeah. And it, yeah. it, it it's got that weird 
sort of annoying quality to it in terms of learning how to control it where it's like you can't it can't just go all over the screen it, it, it can only be pulled like so far away from the man himself and so uh it becomes this thing where you're slowly learning how to move the hammer around to grab the ground to pull yourself like along the ground and then eventually like oh there's like a tree branch i'll grab that tree branch and i'll climb myself over it and you're getting over it by climbing this mountain of trash uh basically and uh, yeah it's just like random stuff yes it's not like at first it seems like a normal mountain but there's literally just like garbage and dumb stuff in it well the the, and the background to that too is it's uh i mean most of these are free assets in the engine that he uh built it in like these are these are just free assets he found that he could fill the environment with uh and there is a f- effectively no lose state in the game. There is like right at the start, there's a little puddle of water that you can dr- jump into and that like kills you and restarts you. But for the rest of the game, there's nowhere that you can die. All you can do is lose progress. You can fall back yeah. down the mountain yep. and there's all sorts of different mountain, obstacles you? that you're trying to get over. Uh, and you know, it, it has these little pacing things where, like, sometimes it's easy for a little bit, and then there's, like, one big challenge, and then you can maybe get over that challenge, but then the next thing is something that could set you back to before that big challenge. But it's yeah. a game very much about uh, learning the mechanics in, in various different ways and, uh, you know, learning to ride a bike. Connor, you describe this game as, like, once you learn a trick, you really have learned it, and, like, you can set this game down for months, come back to it, and still be able to just do the th- all the things you'd already learned how to do. Yeah, so just r- real quick, I'll take a break from playing for just a moment. Um, although I love playing this game. Um, so uh, maybe like two years ago, I played this game for the first time on a 24-hour live stream that we did yeah. uh, for, what is it called? Extra Life. Extra Life. Um, so we did a tw- the 24-hour thing um, and played this, got um, pretty, I don't know, decently far into it, just like banging my head up against it, learning all the different obstacles it throws at you. I got, if you're familiar with the game, I got to the orange, um, which I consider probably the most difficult part of the game. Mm -hmm. Um, and then that's it. I couldn't get any farther. And then I just stopped playing. Um, that was like two years ago. And now I picked it back up in order to play this episode. And I, my muscle memory still had everything yeah from two years ago which is like kind of wild and in a way makes me want to say that this is one of the greatest games ever made because the fact that it has this untraditional control scheme of just a mouse but yet it could teach me like and make my hand just remember how to play through all of this stuff right that, like i didn't even quite remember the obstacles like i didn't remember the order they came in or anything but instantly picking it back up i went right to where i was at right. and then just got to start working on that and, and you, guess what i learned that now i'm uh i can get to the the ice hill which if you're familiar with the game is one of the last challenges yeah. it's like the second to last thing you do in right. the game right um and we're gonna see if i beat it while we're recording I mean, I might. Right. We'll see. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, the honestly, the biggest reason Hunter is playing it live is uh, we were just like talking through stuff this morning, and he was playing in the background, and he got so close to beating the game that it was like, man, I really do think you can beat the game within the next hour, and this show takes about an hour to record, so we're just gonna like see, just see where where we we'll get just with see it. See if it happens. And it might happen. Yeah. Um, I also just think it's funny. <laughs> yeah. I might. Uh, 
you know, if it doesn't happen while we're recording, I think it would be the most exciting thing is if it happened while we were recording. But sure. even if it doesn't, um, you know, I could always just like, we could always fake it. You oh, know, we could sure. always just lie to them and just have that. Start screaming like you did it. Yeah. Well, that would necessitate you getting past this little jump that you really are, are trying to get through, which, uh, you know, if we're just on this jump the whole time, I don't know how easily I can fake that you also got through the bucket and the ice hill and the tower and outer space, you know? a lot you're, yeah. that's a lot you're, that's a lot of acting you're asking me to to do wait what i don't even don't don't do complicated bits while i'm playing <laughs> getting over it okay like we can we can try and record this podcast while i play it but like if you start it like no sarcasm you know what i mean like turn sarcasm off man you don't have the mental space i don't have the mental space for sarcasm or whatever that was yeah. okay None of that. Anyways, so the other Keep stuff... a bit simple. The, the, the other stuff to getting over it with Bennett Foddy is that while you play, Bennett Foddy uh, chimes in every once in a while. That's why you're playing with... You're getting over it with Bennett Foddy because Bennett Foddy is there to sort of muse with you uh, about the game itself and some of the design principles to the game and some of the philosophical natures of the game. And it starts to really build this narrative of being a game about... Um, meditation and about striving through difficulty. He starts. There's a there's a portion of the game where you can get really stuck and you keep falling through like the same thing that sets you back on, over and over again. And every time you fall through that, he gives you another quote from some like author or artist or something about yeah failure. Uh, yeah, and he's just sort of constantly reminding you through the game that like that's okay. It's okay that you fell. That's part of the game. Like it's part of the game that you were supposed to fall and. Not that it was, like, designed for you to definitely fall, but, like, the falling and getting back up again is what the game is about. So it's one right. of those, like, I mean, we just said it's not art, so I'll, I will be careful not to call this art, you know, because there's no such oh, thing no, as art. Oh, no, that was just a goofy, that was a goofy cold open bit. This, <laughs> this game is art. Yeah. This is a statement on difficulty and on overcoming difficulty. We described it earlier uh, before we were recording as literally a Zen garden in the idea of like, you know, in a Zen garden, you, you're like placing things and drawing lines. But like a single mistake can set, you know, a single line getting drawn slightly wrong means you have to go back and redo like all of it. And uh, that that is wow, not, that was cool. That was that a was, wild did you just little see what save I just there. Did? Yeah, he just did like bounced back did? and forth like a pinball, just bouncing back and forth between these two rocks to save it. He's trying to get back to the bucket right now. If you know the bucket, I'm, he's almost to the bucket. Uh, yeah, so I'm I was, I was there's these two rocks in the air, and I did it wrong. I pogoed over to wood, but I overshot. Yeah, uh, or no, I undershot. Under. Uh, and then I, instead of messing it up, I just pushed myself off the rock onto the next one and pushed myself off that rock. And now I did it right. Yep. Here he is. Yay. Uh, so yeah, the, the whole feeling of the game becomes this like active meditation. I was playing it last night. I, I, I think both of us accepted that this would not be a game that we have to capital B beat before we record I don't think, this episode. I want to say for the record... I don't think anybody has to capital B beat right. this game to understand what it's trying to teach you. Because one thing that might be overwhelming if I do happen to complete this game, um, what like while we're recording, is that to be honest, I probably won't even be that stoked. Yeah. Because this game is about letting go mm -hmm. of like the part of your brain that while you're playing a game is ruining the experience for you. Yeah. By creating frustration, anger. It's about just zenning out, mm -hmm. and it forces you to zen by being like 
a pretty mean game. Yeah, right. <laughs> a pretty difficult, frustrating experience. Yeah, it <laughs> is. It is finicky controls that are hard to learn, and uh, it's very easy to lose a lot of progress and have to do it all again. But the hilarious nature of it is. Once, like we said, once you've learned how to do something, you generally can get back to where you were relatively quickly. I, right. I last night had like a big fall and I was like, man, it's going to take me 20, 25 minutes to get back where I was. And I was like, I don't even know that I want to do it. But you kind of this thing tickles the back of your head and goes, well, I'll try. I'll just see. I'll just play for like a, a minute and see where I get. And then you start making really good progress. It took me 12 minutes to get back to where I was. It, half as long as I thought it would take me to get back right. to where I was. You're learning all the time when you play this game. Yeah. You're learning so, all the time. So it, it ends up being this rewarding kind of prize that you get just to keep doing it. And and the, normally in a game, I am absolutely the kind of player that would be like, oh, it set me back and now I just have to do all that crap again. That sucks. That's annoying. And this game just sort of wins you over he just did it again he's like oh freaking, no Hunter's like freaking out over there he's at the ice oh, hill no. now he made okay, he made so, the bucket so, jump he, you've like so, become an expert at the bucket <laughs> jump basically the bucket jump is nothing to you the now. bucket jump yeah see like that's actually kind of cool matt that you've been watching me play this all day because you just saw me you saw me get to the bucket jump at for the first time yep. today i've ne I'd never gotten to it before and then i just did the bucket jump in like a minute yeah. like and it, it was taking me so long to figure it out before. Right. But now I'm at this part called the Ice Hill, and it's horrible. Yep. And it's going to be horrible audio sure. because it's just very hard. Uh, I, so. I posit a different reality that's going to happen here is you got about three-fourths to 90% of the way up it earlier and then fell. Yeah. I think you're going to nail it here in about oh my God, three no, or four stop, tries. Stop. Yeah. I love okay. putting I love putting that pressure on Hunter. I like making him feel what my brain does when I play this game, which is like, no, you can do it. You should never say that uh, in this game. You, you, can, you should have a positive attitude, but you don't have to be like, this time I'm going to get it. I'm going right. to pull it off. It's just like, like, well, if I get it this time, that will be great. How fun. How just fun try. will it be if yeah, I get yeah. it? I'll just try. I just want to try. So uh, the the other thing with this game that I think is worth talking oh about, God. and Quap <laughs> has a similar... Like, I can't believe we're doing this. This is such a weird idea for this episode, because this ice hill, man, it's hard, and yeah. you're just like... I'm exhausted. It's I'm calmly exhausting. I'm calmly explaining this thing while Hunter is on the other side of the camera <laughs> just like <laughs> wildly flailing his arm around to try to get up this hill. <laughs> it's as if oh he's on a God. treadmill recording this episode right now. <laughs> this is so weird. Why did we decide to do it this way? Okay. Yeah. I'm going to get it. I'm get. I'm going to talk about Shut the zeitgeist. Of yeah, 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 yeah. Say <laughs> stuff. No, no, no. Sorry. Uh, don't listen to me. Don't listen to me. Don't listen to me. Uh, don't listen to me. Quap had a similar quality for its time. I feel like nowadays less people are maybe aware of Quap, but getting over it entered the zeitgeist in a major major way Quop this was in the office yeah Quop was in the Quop. office Quop was like in i don't remember when Quop came out but it was this thing of like during the flash game era Quop was the thing that everyone had to be like did you see Quop? you gotta try Quop. can anybody pull off Quop? now getting over it was a twitch streamer game and if you if you can like if you have re if you react loudly or whatever, this oh was god. like oh my god, the clip okay, maker. Sorry. Many many <laughs> sorry. clips up, were Matt. shared stop on Twitter. Talking. Stop talking. Stop. Will you stop recording a podcast in my ears right now? <laughs> I'm trying to get up the ice wall. Yeah, you and got I'm about having a panic attack. You got about halfway up. Just did you then. see what I just did? Mm -hmm. But I I I did it slower. I flailed less, yeah. and it actually seemed like more successful. I don't yeah. know if there's a technique to the ice wall. 
because I haven't looked it up. There's a technique to everything. Look... That's for sure. Yeah. Okay. Nothing okay. is random in this game. If it very often feels like you're doing something random, and then you and then that clicks into like actually the method of how to make it work. Uh. So, but yeah, this game entered the zeitgeist because there were millions of clips being shared of people having like a disastrous fall or the huge success of actually getting over it. Man, you were right there. Oh my God. Okay. Sorry. He is like about to finish the ice wall, but then just can't fix this one little spot. Okay. So the, uh, uh, this kind of moment is exactly what we're like taught. Holy shit. Oh he just did it. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I did it. I so it's the it's these kinds of clips that like why this game became oh so popular my because hand. it's people like losing their gourd over either accomplishing something or failing something, and both oh my god both states are the intended oh. vibe of this game. Right to succeed is catharsis. To fail is to get back on the horse and try again and to feel the despair of failure, but to not let it wear on you or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so Hunter is now attempting to do it, okay, uh, okay. the tower, I'm sorry, I which is before. the last I'm, obstacle of the game. I'm sorry. I lied before. Uh, it is exciting to get so close to being finished, finished yeah. with this game. I thought I wouldn't actually be excited. Maybe it's because we're recording it, but yeah. I don't know. Because oh, no. na now, normally when you play this game, Hunter, you enter like a fugue state where it's like, I uh, I will play this game yeah, and I will uh, enjoy the playing heart, of it. And uh, now uh, you're my, like, my I could beat this engaged. game while we record and how fun would it be for that to happen? And now you've put that pressure. And you shouldn't. You need to get rid of that pressure. <laughs> like it's gonna, okay. it's go only yeah, you're going right. to hurt you. You're right. It is going to hurt me. <laughs> I need to let go of the part of me that's excited about finishing this game on a podcast right now now how do i do this part jumping oh, like you that. literally just did it it's <laughs> <laughs> like how to do it and i just did it oh oh that's not a real oh i thought that's that was a thing object. okay um okay so yeah this this game uh was shared all over the place uh bennett foddy just joined you for the trip and i don't know it's like it's completely delightful to watch as much as it is to play like i'm in, i'm getting just as much enjoyment of watching hunter play this right now as i'm oh he almost fell all the way back yeah down. i know this is the problem with the spot he's at is if he if he gets one bad little turn here he will fall all the way back down below the ice mountain and he'll have to do the ice mountain again but guess what i bet you he'll do the ice ice mountain again in like two or three tries it's like gonna God. become easy now the bennett foddy little so as you play the game bennett foddy talks to you which we've already talked about sorry i'm <laughs> recording a podcast while i play getting over it with bennett foddy um the thing he just said whenever you get to the to this kind of last hurdle uh, was really sweet yeah. um, and it was really heartfelt. I don't want to spoil what it was, but it was really nice. Um, and I just heard it while. Yeah. Oh, what a game um, yeah. to, to kind of hear that while we're recording us talk about it was like kind of a big deal. Like yeah. you were talking and I was hearing him say stuff and it, this guy has a has a heart and he really made this game because he cares about the experience. He wants you to feel he, yeah, he wants you. Yeah. He wanted to invoke something in you. Uh, I, you, you mentioned a spoiler thing there and I agree that people like should play this game, but also I don't think the quotes do anything if you're not playing it. And I think even if you hear the quote for the second time, but on the first time you're playing it, I think that that is only a good thing. Like, I, I think you will still feel the power of that quote. So like, you don't have to say it, but you, I think you could say what he said and it wouldn't well, uh, take I mean, anything he basically, away from anyone. He basically just said that he's glad that I did this. Like yeah. he's just, he's glad that, that I got this far into the game. Like yeah. he appreciates that. Yeah. Which is, which is kind of fair. Cause uh, you know, the game is kind of a lot. Right. 
Right. I, I may never get to that spot. And so for there to be a moment when he sort of says, like, I appreciate that you did all of this, uh, I think means a lot. And I think that is also the part of the vibe of the game is this sort of notion of um, you don't have to ever beat it. You definitely don't ever have to do that. And it, the, the act of playing should please you. Uh, and and yeah. I was I, so I was playing it last night. I'll talk about my experience because we're we're getting Hunter's experience raw. We don't really need to talk yeah. too much about yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you're you're you're. You're hearing it. Yeah. Basically. I, I, if you want to hear my review of this game, just listen to my occasional yelps. <laughs> uh, so I uh, watched plenty of this game, like when it was first coming out. I think it's really fun to watch speedruns of this game because you can see how ridiculously good people get. I don't think there's any spoilers, really. I mean, there's a couple moments that would like would get you and otherwise won't. Like there's a part where there's like a haunted house that does something to you. But I, I, I just don't think there's any. I don't think there's such thing as a spoiler in this game. I, I don't think you should yeah. care about it in that way. Um, but I watched a lot of this game. I watched speedruns of this game, but I had never played it. And I, uh, for a while, I was like, I'm not going to play that game. Are you kidding me? Like, that is like the absolute worst possible game that Matt Martins could play for right. himself. That's going to like yeah. chew I mean, away at his brain. It's a test of like, just like how much of this stuff you can handle, right. you know? Like, right. That's like what the game is. And I think our decision to do this game now was because I feel like I've genuinely come a long way. Like we had the Celeste yeah, episode where like I, I agree. the feather helped me. I sent Hunter a picture or a gif of the Celeste feather last night because I was playing it. I was like, hey, I just need this feather. So I'm just going to post it here in our chat so that I can kind of think about the feather pretty often uh, when, when I play this game. But yeah. I, I do think I have come a long way because this game has everything that makes me mad in games. It has ways for me to feel like I wasn't good enough, right? Because it's kind of right. a mechanically pure game, but also there's just enough jank where sometimes it feels like the game betrays you. Um, and it's oh, yeah. hard to weigh whether or not the game is janky or if you weren't good enough. Because as you get better at the game, you're kind of like, actually, it wasn't janky earlier. I just didn't know what I was doing yet. And right. having to constantly grapple with that is extraordinarily difficult for me. Uh, so I played it for about almost three hours last night and I got to, if you know the game at all, I got to where there's like a grill and you jump over a gap and there's like a big annoying umbrella and a rake and you get over this thing and then you get onto these boxes and then from the boxes you go through this little box tunnel and then you have to like do this awkward jump onto these steps and I'm like at the steps and I haven't gotten past the steps and that's only like maybe a third of the way through the game or something like that. It's not very far at all. Um, but that, and, and I'll, I'll probably keep playing this game a little bit over time, but I really don't know that I'll ever beat it. And I don't know that I need to tell myself that I should try to beat it because I think right. that would sully the experience. All I would do if I say I need to beat this game is all that's going to do is trigger the parts of my brain that feel failure is a negative thing. And right. I, I think what the game is desperately trying to teach me is to quit thinking of failure as a problem. Um, and that's, that's where I'm trying to get to in my life. And so I have to appreciate this game for helping me sort of actualize that. So I, I, yeah. I, if anything, I take my lack of desire to beat getting over it. But, but the, the idea that I will in fact play it, because before this, what I'm saying is I wasn't even going to play this game. I wasn't even going to try. Cause I was just like, well, I'll just fail and I'll hate it. And I think the triumph for me is that I'm playing it and I don't care whether or not I fail. And that's right. how far and, I've come. <laughs> and that's all it's trying to get. Mm -hmm. Hunter's falling down the ice mountain, right? Oh, my. Can he save it? He. Oh, no. As we're talking about failure, Hunter uh, 
had an unlucky bounce and he fell about halfway down the ice hill, but he saved it and he's getting himself back up and he kind of has the same uh, uh, skill at getting up the ice hill. This is why I think this ice hill isn't going to be a problem for anymore because he kind of has the technique here and he's just working on getting back up the second half of the ice hill. Right at the top of the ice hill, there's like one really annoying little spot that's hard to get traction oh my on. God. And there he is. He's back, oh. baby. He's back. Oh. No progress lost. Yes. <laughs> It didn't get me. It yep. tried to get me, yep. and I overcame. <laughs> okay, let's. Uh, hit, oh my god! You wanna, my look, take a breather after after oh, those kind of moments. You deserve a breather. Yeah, hey, this is a thing where hey. it's also okay to stop. You said something earlier, Hunter, where you're like, "This game gets harder the longer you play it." You get in your head, you psych yourself mm -hmm. out, but also your arm gets tired. Like you literally yeah. do get worse at it. There's a part of the game where you're doing this vertical wall, and Bennett Foddy talks about. Uh, the more you get frustrated, the more frantic your movements become, and you yep. will fail. Like you can't do it if you're you you. It forces you to enter a Zen state where you can just do what it actually needs you to do properly. Yeah, because it needs you to be calm. Yeah. In order to 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 pull off a lot of it, you have to stay calm. Um. Wow, I can't believe that I was able to to save that <laughs> run there and not fall all the way down the ice hill. Yeah. What sucks is that. I've gotten to this point where there's this weird little bit that yeah. I had figured out, but now I can't do it. Right. Which is very much this game. Yeah. Is like, you'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This part's super easy. And then you'll be, just can't I guess, do it. <laughs> yeah. Suddenly you just can't do it. I don't know. It's like kind of crazy. Yeah. In that way. Yeah. It's, it's I'm like, sure there's like an easier way to do what I'm trying to do, but who knows? You'll probably discover it at some point, And then this will be truly easy for you again. Yeah. Um, yeah. What else can we say about this game? Like, I don't know. It's a very, very, very simple game. And that's like the, I think that's part of why I wanted to have this be the quality of what we were doing in this episode, because it's a bit, it's a bit killing for time. Like every once in a while we need an interruption because I don't, I've, I've, I've waxed as poetically as I can about this game. And I just, I think you should play it and I don't think you need to beat it. And I, I think it is an enjoyable little thing. And I can't, here's the biggest thing is. We talked about the Zeitgeist thing. I can't believe he did it. Like, I don't, I don't get how Bennett Foddy, who's just kind of like this, like, clever little indie game developer, made something that is, like, for at least a year, like, everybody knew what it was. Even if you didn't know the name of it, like, you saw clips of people playing yeah. it and failing and screaming and whatever. Like, you saw the clips of all of that stuff happening. And I just think it's, like, truly amazing that that can happen still. Because, um, you know, we get things in the zeitgeist like Animal Crossing or uh, whatever. But, like, I think it's really amazing when stuff like Getting Over It or even Among Us. Like, Among Us was a game that was out for, like, two years. Among Us. And then Among Us, Among suddenly Us. just, like, everybody discovered it and fell in love with it. And then it became, like, the biggest deal in the world. And it's, like, just this tiny little, you know, game. Like, I, I, I don't right. understand how... There's no secret to that kind of success. There's just... Sometimes you got to be at the right place at the right time, but I do think something right. about getting over it hits special and different, and and no other game could have done what this game did in its moment. Yeah, I think that's all very true. Um, I think it's uh, it's a it's just a wild special game um, that makes me feel it's like weird. It's it's this weird like emotional cycle thing because sometimes I play it and I feel emotionless, but mm -hmm. like. The fact that I am like that I can taste victory right now yeah. is so wild and <laughs> I can't believe it, but I know 
as you hear me talk like that, as you hear my voice mm-hmm. rise and <laughs> and the excitement and the the shakiness in it, that I that I <laughs> won't be able to do it because I'm so affected right yeah, now. Right, I'm so just like, um, I'm so just like, wow, I'm on the verge. I'm so like ready to beat this game, mm-hmm. but oh my god, <laughs> oh my god. Um, the other um, thing. So the other thing I wanted to talk about with this game is it's. Uh, to me, what I think Bennett Foddy did is he actually just made like an NES game, but like with 3D graphics. But the vibe of this game, in, in an NES game, the the only difference is there are fail states very often, right? You actually die, and then that resets your progress to very far back, or maybe just a little bit back, right? Like, to think about our Journey to Silius episode not too long ago. In Journey to Silius, you have like different styles of save states. You have some lives that when you lose them, you get reset back just a little bit. And then when you lose mm-hmm. all of your lives, you reset the entire game. This has that exact same quality, but without a life system. It's just in like your attempts to do things, sometimes you will fail hard enough to reset right. you back very, very far. And sometimes you just reset yourself back. The The amazing quality of it is it's an NES game where you are in control of all of the progress rather than the yeah. game sort of arbitrarily giving you progress states. Yeah, the game, um, while while the mechanics feel really fidgety and, like, maybe kind of confusing at times, the game doesn't do anything random. The game is just, like, stuff. That's yeah. all it is. The, the only thing in the game is just essentially a, a, a bunch of static objects that you need to climb. I mean, I think there's, like, a couple things that move. There's a bucket part that is completely insane. Yeah. Yeah, the bucket is the only thing that feels like like you you when you were doing it earlier you said this is the only thing that's a bit annoying because it's the only point in which the game asks you to stop and wait for the bucket to reset cuz sometimes the bucket yeah. gets moving around. The bucket is on a long rope and it's just hanging down and your goal is to launch yourself up to get your hammer on top of the bucket and then kind of like swing yourself uh over to this other spot. But the bucket can like start getting pushed all over the place, and sometimes you just have to wait for the bucket to settle down. And that is literally the only moment in this game where that happens. I'm about to figure out this one part, and I have this feeling like if I figure out this last part, that I will win the game. Yeah. And yeah. it is so hard just being like right on this thing, knowing that I think it's over if I do this, but it's right. like right there right there oh the, my and god the way that the pressure mounts with that is not uh maybe maybe dangerous in in uh what it might oh man come on you you oh, oh, so close um i got i got kind of a technique i'm working on sure here. hey oh, ooh, oh that yeah, was yeah. it the, um, but did you see my technique I you did. saw what i was going for mm-hmm, there mm-hmm. little little lob and then wait and then wait and then hook it over at the last second to grab these little what he's doing is trying to climb this uh satellite tower basically you know the red and white uh just full metals and it's like there's a bunch of uh discs like what they use for like airplanes i guess like to is that what it is i don't know i think he's done a i think he's done a standard like cell phone tower but then added a ton of gak onto it and it's just now it's its own thing or whatever but it's this tower at the top of the mountain and he's trying to grab little pieces on the side of it just to sort of finish the last couple little jumps to get uh basically where you launch yourself into outer space uh is how the game kind of ends is yeah uh, it becomes very easy in the final moments and lets you sort of feel this cathartic opportunity to let go and just sort of push yourself off of random objects and fly away into the darkness yeah 
Yeah, that's when you've really gotten over it is whenever <laughs> uh the space takes you. Yeah. Um yeah. Yeah, wow. Um I don't know. <laughs> I'm so like what do, this was an experiment. I don't know if we'll ever do this again because mm-hmm. Matt, I don't even know what you've said. Oh, I like, know. I don't even know what This is my said. episode and I I conned you into a weird bit that forced you to to do these uh, this completely other thing and I do I don't know if it's going to translate to the listener at all. I think it will. It's fun for me to listen to, but I also get to see what he's doing, so I don't know. Who knows. Um this is one too that I was originally the, the main reason I wanted to play this game is I wanted to stream it because I was like I don't know people like the 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 bit of me being frustrated with games so how fitting that I would play this game that is like cliche frustrating. frustrating yeah yeah um but I'm actually glad I didn't I might still do it especially now that I've sort of like learned the game a bit and kind of found an inner peace with it but um, yeah there's a part of it where it's like I don't think I could stream this game because I don't think I could accomplish anything on stream with it because. Uh, when I stream a game, it's very, very hard for me to uh, get over it and let go. Like, I can't I can't turn those parts of my brains off. When people are watching me is when I get the most, like, I don't want to look like a fool. I don't want to look like an idiot. And uh, right. that's all this game probably will make me feel. Kind of just other makes people you look watching. like a fool the whole time, huh? Doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of just like a, like a, wow, you suck, yeah. the game. It's an opportunity, if you're playing it by yourself, again, when you enter that sort of zen state, it is uh, an opportunity for you to accept your foolish nature. There's a lot of stuff in it, too, stylistically. There's, I mean, there's a whole part where you're climbing through trash, and he is talking about the trash that we all live in, the trash of meme culture and internet yeah. trash yeah. and actual trash. The internet trash. just makes everything to trash, huh, doesn't yeah. it? And it's interesting that that happened because this game was so immediately uh, that, right? Like, it was so... Mm-hmm. It became a part of everything that just gets shared and then forgotten about. Uh, right. And right. I don't know. I, I I wonder how Bennett Foddy feels about that. I'm sure he's very um, quirky about it and just like, oh, yeah, no, that is... I'm also part of the trash or whatever, but it's interesting to have something so instantly oh, become yeah, no. itself and about itself. I think that's why so much of the assets of this game is actually just trash, yeah. like actually just garbage, um, because he's aware of that kind of cyberpunk esque mm-hmm. uh, like world we live in. Yeah. Of like everything, if everything is infinitely reproducible, then it's not. Then nothing is really like original or um, there's no. Uh, what is that S word I'm looking for? Um, nothing to just make something where it only exists one place and you yeah. can only access it here. Right. That's gone. Everything now is just available everywhere, right. um, which is great as far as for like sharing goes. Yeah. Um, but it's not necessarily great as far as like maintaining the kind of spiritual essence of things. Right. I feel like. Right. But it is like that. Qual- oh, wow. You're, my God. You're, you're, you're making your way downtown walking fast. Holy shit. Oh, Holy my shit. God. No way. Oh, my God. Up, up, wait, up. You got to find another rock. Come on. Come on. Come on. He got over the tower. Bennett Foddy's now talking to him. He's coming close to this little tiny rock. Is it a real rock? No. He's still floating. He got one push. Up. You, you get past the point where the gravity sort of lets you go. And then you're just floating. There he goes. Oh my goodness. We are oh my 40 God. minutes into this recording. I was just about to run out of things to talk about and ask if you wanted to rank this game and you are literally beating it right before my very eyes. This is not fake. Ooh, you're Am falling I back down. Beating it? You're falling back down. You've you've hit a gravity spike. You need to find another rock. You might fall back down. I don't know what's happening. I've never seen this part of the game uh played out this way. There you go. There you go. Push yourself way up. Slam it. Yeah, yeah, you hit Oh. You got to go up. Straight up, straight up, baby. 
Man, this is the wildest thing. What an arc. I, I don't know what to do, Matt. <laughs> I know. You need to get a perfect push straight up because what you keep okay. doing is okay. lateral. You keep moving laterally and you need to get on this rock and go straight up. That's it. That's the move. And you're gone. Oh my Holy god! Shit. Oh my god! I just beat getting over it with Benifani. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! I did to the game. <laughs> yes! Oh my god! It's gonna seem fake, Matt. It's not even gonna seem real because I beat it at the exact. Okay, wait. I gotta read it. I, I'm gonna read this. Okay. okay. What a special game. Getting over it with Bennett Foddy, a game by Bennett Foddy, featuring design, art, codes, sounds, music, levels, 3D models, textures, marketing, writing, QA, and voice acting by Bennett Foddy, but also featuring 3D models, textures, music, sounds, and code by various other folks. <laughs> what? In particular order, the original sexy hiking game concept is by Jazuo. I don't know. These are just special thanks now. The sweet Ray Martin. You can tell I'm reading it. I just yeah. want to prove it by saying. I just took a wow, screenshot. Like we will post playing. it when this comes out. That was real. What a perfect this. timing. I How did can't I believe we were able to time it out yeah. that I beat this game yeah. on the show yeah. while we're recording? What a perfect experiment. I... Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Hunter. It's time to rank getting over it with Shut Bennett Foddy. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut up. I do not care. I do not. How can. Okay. Oh my God. I'm going to like cry. So I never ever thought I was going to be able to beat this game. Mm -hmm. I just didn't think that it was going to happen. You said that. You, you said. Uh, so a couple things that happened before we recorded and before we started this game. We were just talking about it, the difficulty of it, and you said to me, and I didn't take this as an insult at the time, and I still don't, but you said, Matt, I don't even think you're going to get past the chimney. The chimney is like the first proper You act Well, can struggle. I say this, Matt? You got past the chimney way faster than I did yeah. when I started. Right. Like, I had a lot more difficulty with the chimney than you did, Right. which is, that was what I was saying. I wasn't yeah. trying to say and I know that, that I didn't think you were capable and, of it. And the, the thing about this game really is hard. everybody actually ends up struggling with like a different bit. Someone, everybody has a different thing that's the hardest obstacle in the game for them you got over the ice tower or the ice wall like or ice hill is what we've been calling it you got past that faster than i've seen most streams get past it like usually that is something that people just take forever to get past yeah. um yeah so yeah you 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 thought i might not in time in time for recording this episode i probably wouldn't get past the chimney and you said about yourself i mean there's no way i'll i'll, I'll probably never beat this game and then just as we kept talking about it, you kept getting closer and closer and i was like hunter i think you're gonna beat this game in the next hour and here we are <laughs> minute 43 of this recording yeah. you did what a weird called shot i oh my god yeah. this is magic that we've witnessed welcome yeah. to the top of the mountain uh well this says at the very end welcome to the top of the mountain if you're alone you can come inside and say hello am i alone mm, i think i'm alone something's about to happen that i can't share with you yeah i guess so well hunter it is it is actually now time though You've, you you are feeling the ultimate catharsis of having beaten this game. I've watched uh -oh. you do it. I had the catharsis of my own last night of coming to terms with the idea that I don't care if I ever beat this game, but I do like playing it. So uh, we need to find a range. I don't see how there's any way that you aren't the high end uh, in this moment of what this game uh, could be giving you. So I think you need to pick how high on this list you think this game could go. And I'm going to pick how low on this list I think this game could go. Let me look at the list. Yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> I'm just like kind of blown away. Yeah. Um. Okay. I, I've I've got what I what I got. What do you got? Uh, you give me yours first, and I'll have mine by the time you're ready. I could I could rank this as high as number three. 
and yeah. feel no issue with so that. So you, you could let it beat Katamari Damacy. I could let it beat Katamari Damacy. Um, it completing that game was uh i don't know you heard it yeah <laughs> you heard how i felt yeah um beating uh katamari damasi is a really interesting really wonderful game but i think uh getting over it is a, on a game design level an achievement that i feel like as far as the era that we're in is kind of unparalleled because who would make a game like this yeah at yeah. this point and like I said feels, earlier, it, it 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 is the feeling of it's really funny did, how did it's, you say stuff earlier? I don't yeah, remember. I, I did any a whole podcast by myself, and it was really fun actually. Uh, so this game is an NES game, like I said earlier, and that's the thing is people don't necessarily love playing NES games anymore. People like playing Dark Souls games, but Dark Souls difficulty is different, and Dark Souls and Celeste share this quality of being difficult but not being punishing, and getting over it is the exact opposite. Nothing is difficult in getting over it you just have to learn how to do it but it's not right. actually difficult there's not there's very few like timing things that are like very hard to do you just have to sort of actually learn how to do it but it is incredibly punishing it is nothing but punishing there's no other interaction you have with the game except for being punished by it <laughs> it's like yeah. that's the only thing it offers you i uh, want to say something real quick about the with bennett foddy part yeah because bennett foddy seems like a cool guy and I really love that he made a game where you kind of feel like you get to hang out with him yeah. for a little bit. Right. Um, I think that part is kind of underrated. I remember when this game came out, I was listening to a podcast where somebody was like, yeah, it kind of feels like what it feels like if you have to play a game with the developer like over your shoulder or whatever. That sounds awesome. And I don't agree at all. <laughs> I think it feels like you're just like chilling yeah. on the couch and Bennett Foddy's just kind of telling you thoughts he well, has there's, about yeah, stuff. Yeah, there's, there's weird developers and then there's just like fun indie developers. There's this whole like circle of, I feel like, game developers that are that are of a certain chillness. And I think Bennett Foddy is maybe towards the top of that. Uh, yeah that chillness vibe thing so you said yeah. as high as number three i am going yeah. to say as low as number 11 which would put it above halo 3 mass effect 3 and mass effect 2 i was gonna say i could see myself thinking centipede is better than this but there's all these there's this nasty like halo 3 mass effect 3 mass effect 2 funk that i don't yeah, know how yeah. to grapple with nah, so nah, i'm nah. saying this could go as at least lower than jet set radio let's read the range then this game is in between super mario brothers 3 katamari damasi Halo Combat Evolved, Quake, Papers, Please, Hyperlight Drifter, Crusader Kings 3, Hitman, and Jet Set Radio. I think we should start top down, honestly, with this one and see how low we allow it top to go. Down. Yeah, we always Whoa. go bottom up. That's and not going to work because I've already said that I would put it above Katavari Demos. I know, but we'll so see. So now it's... I got to right, be so negative be on centered it. on your arguments. Okay. And I, I don't have many. I mean, I, I, I don't know. We'll, <laughs> I, I, this is, here's the problem with this game is it's exactly what it wants to be. And it, it succeeds in every single thing that it wants to be. It, it's not like it's a rip roaring. Hunter, you've now beaten it. Would you replay yeah. this game? Like, what's the, what is the value yeah, in yeah, replaying I, I, this I, game? I probably would. Yeah. I but the, probably but would the experience it, is gone. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's, it's, yeah. But the thing is it, it's, when, before we started recording, Matt, you likened it to a Zen garden, and I think that's very apt. Mm -hmm. It has it because the thing is, I can play it anytime I want because here's it's not going to be that much easier for me. I mean, mm -hmm. it'll probably be a little easier, but it's still going to be difficult. Mm -hmm. um, its difficulty is not going to go away because I'm never going to become like a speedrunner yeah. at this game. Right. Um, 
Wow, I can't believe how, like, I almost, like, or at least I couldn't figure it out at the end. I was like, I don't know where to go when I'm, like, floating in zero G. Yeah, That's yeah. so crazy that I, w <laughs> I was, like, afraid I was going to mess it up Fail. right there at the end. Yeah, fall back um, down. Anyways, thank God that you've watched this played quite a few times, because otherwise I would have just been like, I don't know what to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go <laughs> but, up. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It seemed obvious, but I was kind of freaking out. Um, so... Sorry, what were we saying? Yeah, so this game has a uh, practical, pragmatic purpose in your life that it can serve, which is that it can just, if you need a little hit of like, I need to be above frustration, mm -hmm. it's a test that you can do. And I think that it has helped me be a less uh, frustrated person in the time that I've had with it. Yeah. Um, because I think it's, you know how, like, you were talking about the feather in Celeste? Right, right. Getting over it is kind of its own feather. It definitely is. Because yeah. it has, it, it it does not care. It It is like, here is the challenge, and it's going to be this way always and forever. Um, unless, of course, you become a crazy speedrunner and just, like, completely ace it and stuff. But I'm never going to be that. Mm -hmm. I'm never going to play it enough to be that. But if I feel like I'm being easily frustrated by something, I would love to just play a little getting over it and be like, yeah, you know what? Because you can't play getting over it. I mean, most of the time you can't play getting over it like I played it today. Yeah. You, most of the time you cannot. You can't call a shot and <laughs> be like, <laughs> we're going to just do it. Because the game will, will kind of punish you, I feel like, for that way of thinking. You mm -hmm. have to just kind of let go and be zen and be cool and be chill. Yep. But... uh. Yeah, I don't know. That it was... is a game that just wants you to play it. It doesn't need you to do anything more than that, right? So many games, they need you to beat it to get the whole experience. It's like a movie. Like, if you watch 10 minutes of a movie, you haven't really experienced that movie in, in right. kind, right, properly. But you can play 10 minutes of this game, and you probably got what you needed out of the experience. And you could play more of it and continue getting more out of that experience. It is like a lifestyle to, to be able to do this game. If this game was 4,000 hours it would change nothing about the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, he, if he was just, if Bennett Foddy, if his of only job it. was continuing to add assets and challenges to to this game, like that would fit with everything that's I don't going know. on. Well, okay, okay. All right, let me, okay, sorry. This is the, this is the close, I mean, who has ever analyzed a game they just, they just beat in a <laughs> podcast? Like, has, has this ever happened before? So, one thing that makes me feel really strongly about this game uh, that I relate to another game that I also feel really strongly about is uh, Sekiro. Yeah. So Sek both Sekiro and this game, I earnestly, honestly thought while I was playing it that I might not be good enough to complete it. Right. That I might not ever beat it. Right. The catharsis that you feel in completing something that you, uh, that your honest judgment, not like I'm you know, being really emotional about it. I'm like frustrated. My mm -hmm. judgment's clouded. And I'm like out of frustration saying, I'm never going to beat this game like like that. Right. That's different. But like with both Sekiro and getting over it, when I was in the process of doing it, I was like, I think I'm probably going to have to accept that I'm never going to beat this. Because there were so many difficult bosses in Sekiro and getting over it. There were so many times that I was like, I just don't think I have it in me to complete all of these challenges. Yeah. Go ahead, Matt. It's the feeling of not... 
I'm not good enough to do whatever that I've set my mind to. It's the feeling of, well, I'm never going to be a sprinter in the Olympics. Give me a break. Right. That's yeah. the feeling yeah. of what this game kind of presents in front of you. Like, well, I'm just not going to be able to do that. Like, of course, I'm not going to be able to dead it. That's how I often right. feel with games being in the dadlands and to know that you definitely can if you choose to. Like, if, if you right. enjoy the act of doing that. That's the difference with, like, getting over it, right? <laughs> Is yeah. get over the sense that you have to beat it. And if yeah. you don't care if you beat it, that's the only time you actually might beat it. Like, that's when you will <laughs> be able to beat it because you have relieved yourself of the consequences. I can't believe I was able to beat it, though, while we were recording <laughs> and with all this pressure on me to beat it. Like, what the heck? <laughs> okay. Anyways, we were talking about... God, this show's so dumb. Yeah. So, Katamari this Demasi. versus Katamari Damacy. Katamari Damacy is, um, uh, has better music. It's uh, even, I think, more creative art style than Getting Over It. Mm -hmm. But Getting Over It, the fact that it does a trick of creating a game... Like, here's a game that is so hard yeah. that you might question if you'll ever beat it. Right. But yeah, I just did it. Yeah. I just did it. Like... Here that's a design trick that's very difficult right. in my opinion. Yeah. I, I think that getting over it is better. Uh, like, wow, oh, this is what a stupid sentence I was about to say. Oh my God. I was about to say that I think getting over it is better art than Katamari Damacy. Can you slap me? No. So anyways, what I wanted, what I would rather they, say, they're both full of trash though. But here's what like, I would rather say. They are both full of trash. What I was going to say is I think Katamari Damacy is more fun in terms of being yeah. a game, yes. Katamari yeah. Damacy is more fun. It's it's pleasure. It gives you pleasure. But getting over it is more rewarding. Yeah. Right? Getting over it does something a bit more earnest uh than than that. So I I don't it really just comes down to what do you value more? And today, in this moment, watching Hunter beat it, like I would value getting over it more but there's lots of days where i'm just like god i really just want the fun i just want the fun i just want the break i don't want the pressure even though getting over it teaches me not to put the pressure on myself sometimes i it's more is it more zen to just roll around in katamari domacy or is it more zen to sort of grapple with your inner self in getting yeah. over it yeah I don't know. They're kind of they're kind of darkness and light. You yeah. know, they're kind of uh, and I and I'm the one with the key. Yeah, the keyblade. Here's you my know? bigger question. You yeah, said chaos. it couldn't go. It couldn't go higher than this. You said a three. Why can't yeah. it go higher than Super Mario Brothers three? And I'm not advocating for I'm a, it to go higher. Yeah, than sure, that, sure. But I'm just. I would like to hear why you stopped there. Because I haven't spent my whole life with it. Yeah, and you probably and won't. Super I mean, realistically. How are you going to yeah, spend no. your whole life with getting over it with Bennett Foddy? Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. That's the thing is, Super Mario Brothers 3 is has this, like, ultimate kind of spot in my heart. Yep. Also, Super Mario Brothers 3 is hard and did give me that satisfying yeah. Sekiro getting over it feeling of, like, I can't believe I completed this. For sure. If anything, if getting over it goes at number three, then our top three are all games that feel very satisfying to complete. Yeah. Because they are difficult but well designed, yep. and maybe that's what we what we you know treasure most yep. on this show. I think that is what we value most, and that's why I think Katamari Damacy is the number one game on a list that is about games that are just fun. Our list that's like Katamari, Jet Set Radio, this stuff that we just yep. unequivocally mm -hmm. love, but mm -hmm. sort of get to ignore maybe the negatives. It's like ah, eh, it's janky and it's this and it's that, but I don't care because it's just so fun. 
Right. Nothing about getting over it doesn't work. And so it, it is this other kind of echelon of thing. And that's why I do think I said it could go as a lot like under like Hitman and stuff, but I never actually believed that. I was I was also fully prepared to put it at number three. But I like defining the space that it sort of occupies. And what our yeah. top three and I think eventually like our top five or top ten will be like as things keep getting pushed around is I do think that this quality is going to maintain kind of in that top tier of like great amazing games like are just fun to play and offer me all these things but the truly great unforgettable games do something a a tiny bit more special than that and and in a a way that is sometimes hard to define yeah i think it's an all-timer um also if you if you remember correctly um i haven't said this on the show for a while but in my opinion when once the project is complete there will be uh, somewhere between 100 and 200 games above Halo. Right. And getting over it with Bennett Foddy, if, you're, if your question is just, does this deserve to be in the top 100, top 200? Yeah. I want, I'm Absolutely. 100% there. Yeah, not, yeah. not a question in my mind. So it would be yeah. absurd to end up letting it be below Halo because what a disservice we will do to the top 100. Yeah. Yeah, because it's just like I don't know. It's that kind of game, um, and it's it's got the it's it's zeitgeisty, but it it it's amazing that it was able to get there because yeah. this is a a weird a weird game with a very kind of game designer philosophy, mm-hmm. um, and that's God, what makes it so I, special. Though is the idea that it was yeah. that it it should have just been this niche thing that people play at GDC and nothing else. Right. That's the feeling of it is like, God, the game designer is going to talk to me the whole time. And there's like nothing else that happens in it. What a what a just like a a thing that gets kind of thrown at you. And instead, everybody knew what this game was that that proves how like special it is. And that he I mean, it's like it feels like he made a deal with the devil to get this game as popular as it was in the year that it was popular. I here's what I'll say about this game. um, If you are unconvinced. I and and this is you know what I'm saying this to the audience at all, but also Bennett Foddy if you're out there there's no way you are but if if you ever happen to hear this I just want to say I just beat your game it's been out for several years now and I was having kind of a rough day before this it was mm-hmm. kind of a rough morning mm-hmm. um, it's been kind of a rough week but I think I'm actually going to have a really good day for the rest of the day yep and what else can a game do for you like i don't know like the fact that you know that is true uh, escapism (laughs) well i don't even know if it's i don't even know if it's escapism it's that getting over it maybe just gave me a feeling that i can carry into the rest of my day and i think it improved my day in uh, a really noticeable way yeah um and i just I, i i don't know i just feel good having uh completed that and I'm just not really sure what else a game can do for you. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, I think I think that is a, a really important thing to keep in mind is just like this feeling of like, wow, I, I like really did something there. I'm I, I am a capable person. Mm-hmm. Um, and hey, thank you, Bennett Foddy, for making my day. He made my day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> he made my day. You just he just the way in which he made literally made my day so yeah like a lot of these games are great and i love them but i didn't complete them and then i was like well my day's made that was just a great day now that i completed that um so that's pretty nuts you know you you live a bunch of days and some of them get made by various things (laughs) i love video games i don't know how often video games make my day 
you get my point right okay you live you know however many days you live you get those days yeah and getting over it with bennett foddy made one of my days you will legitimately remember this day forever i think is what yeah just happened. i actually will i think <laughs> the fact that you the fact that you were like oh let's just start recording and you're playing the game and i bet you'll beat it while we're recording in my head i'm like that is like the worst logic you could project onto this game and that i was still able to do it yeah i'm never gonna forget this and that's insane we recorded a lot of episodes of this show and i won't remember all of them yeah. you know what i mean yeah which one do i not remember already let's yeah. see you f you specifically uh, forgot about shadows of the empire earlier today and i had to remind yep, you that that episode i've existed. already <laughs> forgot that wasn't even that long ago i've already <laughs> forgotten about shadows of the empire i don't remember the halo 3 episode i don't remember the mass effect 2 episode i don't remember the forza episode yeah i don't remember those but this one, I'm yeah. going to remember for a long time, yeah. okay? And I hope that this was... I don't... You know what? I don't even care. Yeah. I don't care if this was a good episode or not. Yep. We tried something weird, mm -hmm. and I loved it. It worked right? for us. And maybe the show is for me today. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe you're like, I'm, I'm already tuned out. This is boring. Mostly, yeah. it was just Matt talking and Hunter saying, right? Yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> 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 maybe you didn't like that. But you know what? Sometimes it's my day, yeah. okay? And thanks to Bennett Foddy, today was uh, my day. So thank you so yeah. much, dude. Yeah, um, thank you, Bennett cool. Foddy. Thank you, listener, for listening. You can email us at oldgamersalmanac at gmail.com and uh, tell us tell us if you've beaten this game or not or uh, how far you've gotten or what the hardest bit for... I'm, I'm curious to hear everyone's hardest moment in this game because I really do think it's across the map. Like, I think everybody has a different hardest hurdle uh, and whatnot. So, very curious to hear that. Yeah, just let us know and thanks for listening and boy, what a weird episode and I am... I can't... I am... I am fully nonplussed is nonplussed the right word i don't know i am so excited that uh, i i got to call that shot for you and and ask you to do that and then it worked i can't believe and in the time it feels like we were just like touched by the hand of god uh that you finished it in the moment we were finishing talking about the game itself hey matt i gotta give you some credit too for just like being like let's just do it this way i don't know and like embracing that uh experiment because uh, we've been opening yeah, our wow. hearts up a lot recently to like what weird stuff can we do on this show because i think the last thing anyone in the world needs is a show where two white guys talk about video games and maybe we can uh, yep. just do our own fun thing so i hope that last week and this week is a really good example of where i want this show to go uh, in the future yeah yeah it's uh yeah wow um what a day uh gonna have gonna go out and have a good day yeah. I, hey you know what listener i hope you have a really good day too yeah um maybe you'll maybe you'll check out this game maybe it's not for you um, but if it is for you, I would urge you to check it out. It's not very expensive, and if you have a mouse, you can do. If you have yep. a PC and a mouse, you can you can play this game. Actually, yep. you can play it on iOS as well. So yeah. there's like lots of ways to play this game. Um, but yeah, if it's not for you, I totally get it. We ranked it number three on this show, yeah. and that yeah, means something. Think about I guess. what you will. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love you all, uh, man. Boy, do I want to fly high. Thank y'all for listening to Old Gamer's Almanac. Produced by Hunter Donaldson and Matt Martins. Music by Night Corey. Yeah.